Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Tuesday. I hope your week is off to an amazing start. There is lots of snow outside of my window right now as we're recording this. We had quite the snowstorm, the very first snowstorm of the season just a couple of days ago. And it's there's a lot of snow out there. You guys know I don't love the cold. I don't really love the snow, but I don't want to be the Christmas and winter Grinch. So I mean, I will admit it is really beautiful when you see the snow like on the trees and especially with all the Christmas lights and everything on, it really is beautiful. But it's like also really slushy out there and wet and messy, which is the stuff that I don't really love. But otherwise, it is really, really beautiful. And even though I don't love the cold and I don't love the snow necessarily, it's not, it doesn't feel like Christmas time or the holiday time unless there's snow outside. So um, I know Christmas is still like four weeks away, but I am so freaking pumped and I can't wait. I'm so excited. I think I'm most excited because I'm taking two weeks off and I don't know how you guys have been feeling, but it has been, it's been a busy year because I've been I work from home and I've been home a lot more than usual. I mean, let's face it, there's not like there's many places to go or traveling is so limited and haven't really traveled. And I normally, we normally go on vacation two or three times a year and just have more downtime. And that has not happened this year. So we did go to the cottage in the summer. And yes, I do have weekends off and stuff like that. But it's just this different vibe when you are home all the time. I'm working from home all the time. And then my downtime is at home. It's just a really different feeling. So I'm really excited to be taking two weeks off. And I hope that you are taking some time off for yourself and to be with your family and friends, maybe just to be with yourself and to plan for the year ahead and all that you want and your goals and to really hold that vision close to your heart. So um, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the countdown, counting down the days, and I'm really excited for my for my two weeks off. So before we dive into our episode today, I'm really excited for our episode. It's all about confidence. It's a really great conversation I'm having with actually one of my students who is in my business mentorship program. She's actually a dear friend of mine, and she's also one of my students in my eight-month business mentorship, and it's just been a real honor coaching her and um, she is just an, an awesome success and is an amazing coach. So uh, we'll dive into that in just a second. But a few questions that have come my way, uh, a question I get asked a lot and I thought it would be important to mention it on today's podcast is about supplementing with iron. And, you know, we work with a lot of women in our practice who have heavy periods and heavy bleeds. And so oftentimes their iron, their ferritin levels are really, really low. And so they've been asking about supplementing with iron. Um, and especially even with thyroid health, iron is really, really important. And if you also have a lot of hair loss going on, something to look into is getting your iron levels tested, but not just your iron also looking at your ferritin levels as well. So my kind organics, if you're looking for a really good quality iron, especially if you're looking for something that's organic and plant-based, then I definitely recommend Garden of Life, my kind organics. So it is certified organic. It is all whole, whole food based. It's a plant iron and it's combined with organic herbs. So it's vegan. It is also loaded with whole food vitamin C, B6, and B12. And that's really important because that actually helps with the absorption of iron and the utilization of iron. You want it combined with vitamin C. It is very easily absorbed. It's non-constipating, which is really important. 
And it also tastes really great because it's a liquid form, which is even better when it comes to iron supplementation because the liquid is so much more absorbable um, and easily assimilated that way. And there are no sugars in there. Um, So it's a really great product. You can actually find it pretty much in all health food stores across Canada and in the US and um, also online, you know, well.ca or VitaSave. You can probably find it online at a lot of places. So it is a certified non GMO organic. It's a, uh, a organic plant iron and it delivers iron only from plants. So there's no chemical iron added. And the flavor is like a cranberry lime. Um, so just an FYI, if you like cranberry and lime, it's a good combo. And um, there's no preservatives or artificial ingredients or anything like that. So you, you know, we are all about quality over here. And if it's organic, even better. And so I uh, just wanted to mention that because I get a lot of questions about supplementing with iron. And so I'm a big fan of that one. So definitely check that out. And then speaking of women's health, of course, and PMS and period health, the Organifi Harmony. I want to give this one a quick shout out. So many of you have reached out saying that you've tried this product since I mentioned it a couple weeks ago and that you love the taste. It is like a decadent hot chocolate and I'm so obsessed with it. This is a new product from Organifi and it is a specific blend made for healthy hormones. So it's great for PMS support, balancing hormones, fighting fatigue, and it's great for reducing bloating or moodiness. And it's even going to help really in a gentle way sort of detox the body, um, which is going to be really great and improve energy levels at the same time. So I'm a really big fan of it. It really does taste like a decadent hot chocolate. And I like to drink it in the morning. So lately, it's been my morning go-to drink and there's cacao in there. So of course, that's why it's chocolatey. There's maca, which is a really amazing Peruvian herb that is wonderful for supporting and balancing hormones and also great for energy. There's chaseberry in here, which is really great for PMS and cramps and helping to support women's cycles. And then another amazing herb that I love that's in here is shatavari. And this is really a rejuvenating herb and a rejuvenating adaptogenic tonic. Um, So that's why I love it so, so much. And then there's ginger and turmeric and some coconut milk, and it really does taste delicious. So lately, what I've been doing is I drink drink it in the morning. I put one scoop into my mug. I put in some hot water and then I might top it off with like a little bit of the nut pods creamer. You guys know I'm obsessed with nut pods. So I might use like the holiday nog or the peppermint mocha or even their French vanilla. I'll use one of those and I'll just kind of top it off. So it's just this delicious like decadent morning drink and I feel so good drinking it and all those amazing herbs in there. I know I am doing my hormones some real good. So if you want to get anything off of Organifi and want to try out Organifi Harmony, you can save 15% off with the coupon code Healthy Hormones. Head on over to OrganifiShop.com and check it out. And then if you're looking to get your hands on the nut pods, especially the peppermint mocha and the holiday nog, those ones are more limited edition and they're only really out for the holiday season. So if you're in Canada, you can actually head on over to naturamarket.ca and you can save 15% off your very first order with the coupon code healthy hormones. And again, that's off your very first order. And it's specifically for those who are in Canada and you can save 15%. And while you're there, peruse around their website because there's so much amazing products to check out. And especially if you're looking to get your bake on this holiday season, they have so many amazing baking products. And if you're looking for anything keto friendly and paleo friendly, even AIP friendly, like certain sauces and whatnot, they have a really amazing selection. So I think you guys are going to love it. Okay, so let's dive into our episode today. I'm really excited to interview my friend. She is a nutritionist and educator. Her name is Jane Durst Pulkies. She's a global success, and every day she helps make dreams come true, consulting with clients and teaching professionals from regions around the world and from all walks of life. Jane's training, teaching, and love of life empowers, inspires, and motivates people to take control of their health, transform their confidence, and change their lives. She is a weight loss expert and energy medicine practitioner and has been in private practice for over 20 years. 
years. And today we are talking all about confidence. In fact, she literally, like for real, wrote the book on confidence. And we talk about her personal journey with lacking confidence and self-esteem and just really doubting herself and what that looked like growing up and how she really transformed that. And we talk about the seven deadly words that we should not be using. We also talk about rewiring the brain. We talk about excuses and the common excuses that come up when we talk about not having time and can't afford this and whatnot, and just simple steps that you can take right now to build your confidence. So I'm really excited for this conversation, and I really hope you guys enjoy it. So let's dive in. Hi, Jane. Welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here today. Before we dive in, can you share with our listeners a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on today, Sam. My name is Jane Drews-Polkies. I live in Toronto. I'm a weight loss expert. I'm also a psychosomatic energetic practitioner. I'm a live blood cell analyst. I'm an author. I'm a speaker. I have an amazing job and I love changing people's lives. That's me. That's amazing. You wear many, many hats as many entrepreneurs do. Yeah, that's so exciting. Well, I'm so excited to have you here. And today we are talking about self-esteem and building confidence. You literally wrote the book on confidence. That's what it's called. It's called The Book on Confidence. So I'd love to dive into how you got started with this work in the first place. Well, it's all started with the fact that I grew up with eight brothers and sisters and I grew up in the 60s. So there was a lot of criticism and, you know, you just started to believe what people said to you. So you're stupid, you're ugly, you're dumb. So by the time I was like 12 or 13, I actually believed that about myself. But something began to stir inside of myself because I I don't want to live a life like this. And then I was on a trip to New York City one day with my friend walking down Fifth Avenue, and I had this huge aha moment. I really need to change my viewpoint on how I see myself and what does that look like. So it was a moment of I didn't matter, I'm worthless, and I needed to figure out what that, how I was going to change that. And, you know, most of my friends at the time believed that I was an extremely confident person, but I was dying inside. I used to carry around little dictionaries. I compared myself to my siblings. You know, back in the day, your parents spent a lot of time on the telephone. And all I heard was, Joanne is this and Mark is this. And But you never really heard the praises that you were looking for. So I felt unworthy and my self-esteem was quite, quite low. So I began a journey when I was 21 years old, um, looking for ways for me to become more confident and to to help other people on on my journey. And so I became a nutritionist when I was 21. And when I was 40 years old, I began my full full full-time practice. And, but I was faking it. I actually didn't have any confidence. So clients would come in and clients would come in and I was looking at them thinking the same thing they're struggling with. I'm struggling myself. And I had read a book by Louise Hay. It was on Heal Your Life. And I had opened the book that day and she had made a comment that if you don't love yourself, if your self-esteem is low, then maybe you just repeat to yourself, I love myself. So this client came in, her name was Joanne, and she was suffering from all kinds of physical ailments. She didn't have money to spend on supplements, nor did she have money to come back for any follow-up visit. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to give her this little technique. I love myself. So she did book an appointment. She came back in six weeks and I did not recognize her. That affirmation completely changed this woman's life in six weeks. She lost 25 pounds. So I thought to myself, well, you know what? If it worked for her, it worked for me. So I really went on a search to build my own confidence. And I traveled all through the United States and Canada. I picked up every book. I went to every seminar. And I began to incorporate the things that I was finding. And I slowly found that the confidence that I had was missing came back 100 and 50%. And I started to walk and feel and look and it completely transformed me. So then I thought, well, then I'm just going to sit down and write this book. Um, it took me two years to write the book. I, I just kind of blurted it all out. And then my son was living in New York and he said, mom, this book is just like a mess. So we spent a year and we sorted it out and we put it out onto the market 
you know, out there and it has changed many people's lives and it continually changes my life because I'm so glad that I can actually really understand a person's feeling of lack of worthiness and lack of self-love because I was there and, but nobody would have ever known that I was suffering from that. And I stand here today saying that, you know what, it's completely transformed. And my mission really is to help people in any way possible. So now I work as a weight loss expert. I work doing coaching. I teach lots of, you know, clients doing all sorts of things. Um, I really started to understand how your psychology becomes your biology and how your issues go into your tissues. And I started to to study uh, psychosomatic energetic medicine. So, you know, if you if you have somebody say to you, you are so stupid, you actually believe that. So your cells start to take it in internally and it becomes part of your almost like part of your DNA, but it's actually stored in the um, in the cells. And so that becomes your your belief system. So I work with a technique to help people to get rid of these uh, belief systems in the cells through the peptides using homeopathy. And I've seen unbelievable transformations in people's lives. And I've learned so much from them. And it's a continuing learning process because, you know, when you look around, there's all sorts of media, you know, we're always comparing ourselves to other people. And I have to tell you, I just don't do that anymore. I just feel happy in my cells. I feel happy in my body. And even, you know, even if I gain a couple of pounds or I don't look so good, I'm really kind to myself now. And that, I, that was a big one for me because I wasn't kind to myself a long time ago. And, you know, I have a question I always ask my clients when they walk in the door. If you had to fill in this sentence, what would it be? And the question is, I am blank. So many of them come back with, I am worthless. I am fat. I am overwhelmed. I am tired. So, you know, there's a saying that whatever you say after the word am, it will follow you. So now I work now with something called affirmations, which is a little different than affirmations, because when you say I am beautiful, you actually don't believe it. But if you say, why am I so beautiful? Your brain does a little bit of a brain gym and it's kind of reverse psychology, but you actually look in the mirror and go, yeah, damn, I am beautiful. So Mm -hmm. you start to believe it much, much more. Uh, And that's what I've been working with my clients right now is working with affirmations as opposed to the affirmations. And it's been amazing. And it continually, it just blows my mind to see how a person who is either, you know, has extra weight on them or they're, you know, they don't feel good about themselves because I think it's really criminal to, to be a man or a woman in this world and to, to not have that joy and that the feeling of life is, you have your own life in your hands because a lot of people feel like they don't. So this really empowers people to take back their personal power and to really, you know, because if we have certain limitations, you're not going to enter a relationship. You're not going to apply for that job. You're you're not going to, you know, take a little bit of a risk. Um, but what I do is open up that those channels so that people can actually move forward so they can they can do that. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love that so much. And I love that you say your issues are in your tissues. So can you just expand a little bit more on that? Well, you have seven energy centers in your body and we, a lot lot of us know them as chakras. So I'll just give you an example of the third chakra. So that's your, your stomach area. And in the third chakra, the solar plexus, we find our stomach, our liver, our gallbladder, and our pancreas. And you know, when we feel confident in the world, we won't put our hands in front of our stomach. We won't put our purse over top of our stomach or a pillow. And we won't stand on the street and cover our our abdomen with our hands because that's a form of protection. But this area is where your personal power comes from. But it can be affected if you've grown up with too much responsibility, not enough responsibility, fear of punishment, or your will was taken away. So if somebody has, let's say, a fear of punishment, children growing up in a household, maybe there's an alcoholic, then there's this constant worry and tension and stress that literally goes inside their stomach. So they might become angry, they might become uh, feel alone, they might feel that, um, that they want more out of life. So, you know, these emotions that we've, we've, we've created because you have to protect yourself. So you think of a child growing up in an environment like that, they've had to protect themselves. So maybe they decide that day that 
I'm just worthless. So this is the belief system gets locked into the solar plexus or one of the different chakras in the body. And it, and it's part of, you know, part of their, almost like their, their belief system. So what homeopathy does is it allows, allows me to figure out where's the energy block and how can we get rid of it? So let's say now you're 30, 40, 50, 60 years old. We've all had many experiences. Some are positive, some are negative, and some are neutral. And each one of these experiences, like if you and I show up at a fire and somebody dies, you might never think about it for the rest of your life. And I might think about it all the time. It really depends on me and it depends on you. So each one of our experiences can really deeply affect us or not. But these, when, when it's deeply affecting us, that happened to them like at six. But what happens if something happens to them at 10 and then 14 and then they get divorced? So you can see that there's a layer upon layer upon layer that a person starts to accumulate. So by the time they're 30, 40, 50, they're, they, they've closed a lot of, they've closed a lot of part of themselves. I, I always equate it to a, a castle. You know, you, you, when you're growing up, you've got 60 rooms, 60 rooms to your castle. And someone says to you, you're stupid. So you close that door. Someone says you're fat. So you close that door. Someone says, why can't you be like your sister? So then you operate from very few rooms. And if somebody comes near you to ask you to do something, and let's say, you know, when you're in grade two, you stood up and you wanted to give your speech and you turned red and everybody made fun of you. You've decided in that moment that I'm never going to take a job where I have to have this experience where I'm going to turn red again. So you can see how all these doors begin to close. And so now you're operating from a very limited perspective and your opportunities become less too, but therefore it also affects self-worth and self-esteem on a huge level. And, you know, life is supposed to be a joyful experience and, and it doesn't allow people to fully live the life that they're looking for when there are these energy blocks. So um, the technique that I use to uncover that is, is quite an interesting technique. It's a muscle testing technique. Um, I love it. I can't believe the difference in people's lives when they've when they've done it. And um, I mean, I had a client who came to me. I was working at a medical office. He had high cholesterol, but what he really had was social anxiety. And when he came in, he couldn't even look at me. So I worked on the cholesterol, but then I worked on the social anxiety. And he eventually was able to rise above that so much that when he got engaged and married, I got to be. Um, I was invited to the wedding and I mean, the man just cried. I mean, it's, mm. it, it's so sad when we don't have the full potential that each one of us, you know, what, what's, what's inside of us, if we don't, if we're not utilizing our full potential. So it's, it's a process to kind of get rid of that. And then of course, along with it, because I do a lot of weight loss with people too, um, I'll give them different techniques that they can implement in their life right now, whether it's a lifestyle thing or, you know, writing doing some some journaling. Um, each person is different. So we have to, you know, cater to each person to figure out what what what's holding them back. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, it is so different for everybody. And I feel like on some level, we all are wearing some sort of mask, not to, and I'm so not relating that to what's going on with the pandemic right now. But I mean, like, you know, we're, we're all sort of wearing some mask or we all have some of those doors in our castles kind of closed off, right? And I know as much as you know that when it comes to nutrition, like we're both coaches, you know, working with people, it it I always say like it goes beyond the food. There's so oh, much more. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And you know, I, I don't know if you've ever seen these commercials, but Dove has done these unbelievable commercials. So there's two of them. So one of them is women and men enter this huge kind of warehouse. And there's a forensic artist sitting in this beautiful white chair with a sketch pad in front of him. And a woman walks in and sits down and he asks her or him to describe their facial features. So as he is being described too, he's also doing the artist's rendering of the woman. Right. And then she leaves. And then she then meets up with somebody in the room outside of him and chats with somebody for, for half an hour. And then that woman comes in and describes the same woman. So this process goes over and over again. And then he basically takes the renderings of the, the what the person thought they looked like and right. what the person looked like. And he placed them on like on a screen and the tears just fall off people's faces. Oh, for sure. How they view themselves is not how the world 
view themselves. And then there was another one which just blew my mind. There was a symposium where women were invited and men were invited to come to this meeting. And in the front door of the meeting had two signs overhead. One said beautiful, one said average. And they filmed what people did walking in the average. I'm like, for goodness sakes, all of you need, you all, we all are beautiful. Nobody's better than anybody else. We're all beautiful, but it's our perception from the world that we believe. And these things really drive me on because I really think that, you know, women, we need to help each other. We need to compliment each other. And I think that if we all were kinder to ourselves, then we could all be more empowered to feel better about ourselves. And wouldn't that just be so wonderful to not feel like you're being judged? And when you feel confident, no matter what size or whatever you are, when a person's confident, every cell in their body radiates that confidence. So it really, truly doesn't matter what we look like. What matters is how we feel inside. And that feeling inside is what we need to, you know, a lot of us, and of course, for me, had to work on that. And it was funny because after I wrote the book, I, my dad read it and he's like, I never knew this. And my mm. sisters, I never knew this. But, you know, it was, a, it was a personal inner struggle for me. And it really was a springboard for, for my career and for um, myself personally. And, uh, you know, when I walk by the mirror, I'm like, ah, damn, you look, I love myself. <laughs> and it's, a, you know, it's not a cocky thing. It's not, a, sure. not an egotistical thing. But you know what? I need to be able to say that because if I don't love myself, or how can other people love me if I don't even love myself? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, there was, uh, I went to a seminar in Alabama, if you can believe it. I was working with a doctor there many, many years ago. And there was a speaker at this conference that I went to, and he talked about the seven deadly words, which I... Mm, yes. It's one of my questions I wanted to ask you. So ask me the question. Then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us about the seven deadly words, because you know you talk about it in your book. So I was, as I was listening to the seven deadly words, I, I began to realize that words are either disabling or enabling. Right. And, you know, one of those words is can't, you know. I can't afford it. I, I I can't come to your party. Can't can't basically lives on Won't Street. Can't is a done deal. You're done. Okay. Don't be a cantaholic because, and I you know years ago I got on breakfast television and my husband had said to me, oh if you ever get on that show, I says no 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 not not if if it's it's when it's when I get on that show. So I wasn't taking this is not going to happen. This was going to happen. So can't really stops us. And if we you know I can do this. I mean, you're, you're going to try and we might fail a couple of times, but it doesn't matter. Uh, should, you're basically shitting on all of yourself. So right. don't put so, so much pressure on yourself. Uh, if always implies something else has to happen. You know, if only I lost 30 pounds, that stops us. I mean, how many times have I heard people say to me over the years, if I only lost 30 pounds, I'd go to Florida. If I only lost 30 pounds, I'd buy a bikini. You know, right. we need to not use those words. Or I was on an airplane one day. And um, the stewardess came down the aisle and said to the gentleman, would you like cheese and crackers or cookies? And he said, I'll have both. That made me think that, wow, you can have both. You don't have to have, you don't have to, you don't have to, you know, you can really have both of those. Uh, Must puts a lot of pressure on yourself. Need puts a lot of pressure on yourself and try. That's the big one. I, if I tell you, I'm going to try to make it to your party. I've already given myself a 50% out. Yes, totally. And, you know, I'm going to make it. I'm going to commit to this. And then when people, you know, I hear this all the time. So I constantly try to, you know, help to change the vocabulary because how we really speak to ourselves is really, uh, it's really, it's really important. And then, you know, Canadians were, we're known to continually say, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh my God. I know. I had such but, a bad habit of that. And I used to teach, um, uh, psychology of disease at this at the holistic nutrition school and people would say to me sorry to bother you I need to go to the washroom I thought, why are you apologizing to go to the washroom for goodness right. sake you know so it's like we you know really think about what we say and how we say it and how we talk to other people um really impacts almost you know every every cell in our body and we know energetically we can feel that from other people too and you know saying i am or i you know why am i so much you know why am i successful or why am I, um, why do I love myself? These types of empowering affirmations really 
you know, ground you and they empower you. You feel so much better when you say that versus why am I so sad? And why am I, why am I so overweight? You know, we, we do have, we do have problems, but we also, we can rise above them in the moment so that we can actually make some positive steps for the correction of that. Yeah, absolutely. Language is so important and it's definitely something working with my coach over the year, over the years I became really conscious of. And it also makes me think of just with my partner, we're really conscious of the language we we use with each other and something that we we don't say to each other are there's two words. We never say always or we don't say never. So, things like you never take out the trash or you always say this. And it's like, it's such a generalization. It's like, no, that's, that's actually not the case. You know, so we're we're conscious of like how we address each other with those words. And it's made such a huge impact because sometimes when you're like heated up and in the moment and you're angry over something, it's like, well, you never do that. Or you always say it like that, you know, and you, and it, it actually makes me pause for a moment to be like, no, that's actually not the case. He just he just didn't do that right now. It's not that he never does it, right? So when you when you think about your language, like it just like I said, it really causes you to pause and to really think like how am I addressing myself and how am I addressing other people? And it just I feel so much more powerful when when I can really just take that conscious step, if that makes sense. Yes. Absolutely. So okay, let's let's just list those words out real quick again. They were so can't, yep, should. If, or, need, must, try, and then the bonus word is sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I love that. So what would you say to somebody who, who is just like, well, this is just who I am. This is who I am. I've been like this my whole life you know, I, I can't change. This is just who I am. Like, what do you say to somebody who just really can't get out of this mindset or this thinking? I ask them, what do you want? And they'll say to you sometimes, I don't really know. And I will repeat, I'll say back to them. I know you don't know, but if you did know, what would it be? (laughs) Right. So, um, people, yeah, we have to ask them what it is they want because you know, right now, most of my clients come in for weight loss. So they think they're coming in for the weight loss, but what do they really, really want? They want the confidence. They want to be able to, you know, I had a client last night. She wants to lose weight because she's going on TV. Do you want to do this for um, your health? Do you want to do this for your, you know, you want to have a baby? Do you want this for more energy? Do you want to do this to have less stress? Do you want to do this to lower your medications? You know, there's a number of things. So when they sure. figure out what it is they want, then they realize that there there is a potential for, yeah, just because they don't believe it, but they they it, it awakens something inside of them that makes them to want more. So I come at it from that perspective. Yeah, I like that. That's really really good. Okay, so let's chat about rewiring the brain. This is something that you talk about in your book, and I feel that. And I know that there are different things and techniques that we can do to really rewire our brain. Maybe you can just chat a little bit about what that even means and some strategies that we can really implement to rewire our brain. So your brain has so much more potential as we we hear all the time that we're not actually fully utilizing our brain. But one of the things that they have scientifically found that if you were to spend 10 to 20 minutes in a meditation or a contemplation type of exercise, it allows your body to calm down. It allows for more creativity to flow through. Think of, you know, you've ever had the experience where you get on an airplane and all of a sudden you have all these ideas that come into your life. It's because you're taking yourself out of your environment and now you have the opportunity for more things to come in, but you you can't put more clothes in the closet unless you take some of the stuff out. Right. So by doing a meditation or a contemplation, whatever that looks like, you're actually removing the, the, the things that are holding you back so that you're in a state of real here and now. And it calms the body down and it allows the pathways of the brain to open up to more creativity and more answers. And, you know, sometimes you're just, you know, you take a walk on the beach and all of a sudden, ah, I got this answer. Yes. It's, it allows the it allows our relationship with whatever you want to call the universe 
to flow better. And when it flows better, your brain opens up more. And meditation is the fastest way to do that. Uh, not to mention exercise too, because we know oxygen is necessary to go to the brain. We don't want to be sitting all day. Um, but yeah, and it's something I practice myself every morning. I wake up, I do a little bit of a journal because um, I need to talk to myself <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, and put it out into the universe. And then I sit and I very quietly and peacefully sit and do my I call it my spiritual exercise. And I find it extremely grounding because all of us have lives that have so many different dimensions to it, but we need to be able to really, you know, take some time for ourselves. And I think that's what a lot of us do today is that we're so busy working, taking care of the kids, running around, doing all, but really we need to have some part of the day where we can, you know, really choose this to, for ourselves so that we can grow. And so that we can, you know, think about it. The universe gives you basically a hundred dollars of money a day. You can give your money away. You can let people take your money or you can store some in the bank. So we need to store some things for ourselves. And that's where the meditation comes in. So it's really you honoring yourself and, and making yourself a priority, not in a negative way, but making yourself a priority because I can't take care of you unless I take care of myself first. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Okay. So being coaches, you and I have heard it all when it comes to excuses. (laughs) I can't afford this. I don't have time. I've tried it all before. What do you say to that? I feel like you're just such a no. I I know Jane, everybody that's just listening. (laughs) I've known Jane for years. And like, I just feel like she's just such a like no BS kind of coach, which I love. I think you're just so bold. And this like, I'm I'm just excited to ask you this question because I think you're just going to really give it straight. So if somebody phoned me and asked me straight out, you know, what is your program? I'm not going to have a discussion really over the telephone. I want you to come in. I'll do a free 15 minute consult and we'll sit and we'll look at what is your want? What are you looking for? You know, it's really, if you offered me a trip tomorrow to go to, I don't know, let's say Trinidad, all -hmm. expenses paid first class, you know, the, the, the hotels all is $900. Guess what? I'm going to find the money. No matter what, I'm going to find the money. If I have been so turned on from this idea that I'm going to find the money, we can all find the money. But what you and I do, which is really kind of unique and different, is we we sell ourselves. We sell the program. We, we are excited because we believe in it. Um, and a person, in order to make a decision, has to cross a threshold of trust. So once we build the trust with the, and, and it's a, it's an honest, trustworthy relationship. Once we build that trust, then they're more inclined to do that. So I'm not worried about somebody. As a matter of fact, I've had hardly anybody ever say to me, I can't afford it. Now we might split the payments up, but if you really want something that badly and you know that it's going to change your life, which, which it does, they're going to, they're going to be able to figure out how they can, how, how, how they can afford it. If they say they can't afford it then I didn't really, I didn't sell them on the program. I didn't actually give them enough knowledge or information to, for them to make a decision that, yeah, this is going to be the best thing for me and I'm going to change their lives. Right. Yeah, no, it's so true. And I mean, I get a ton of like Instagram direct messages as I'm sure you do, Instagram, Facebook, email, all kinds of things, right? Of like, okay, well, how much is your program? And, you know, right there, that type of psychology is just, you're just interested in the money. You're not even interested in the transformation. So let's talk, let's understand where you're stuck and what's going on and what that transformation and solution can actually look like for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if you're just making a decision based on money, well, that's, that's not going to serve you. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So being a weight loss coach, I know you've coached, how many people have you coached now? Uh, I've almost a thousand people on metabolic balance and still going. Oh, that's amazing. I love <laughs> it so much. So where does nutrition fall into all of this when it comes to rewiring our brain and confidence and self-esteem? Well, in order for you to feel good inside, you have to have amazing energy. And, you know, it really comes down to there's five new food groups available today and they are frozen fried fast, junk, and processed. There's also a lot of crap, carbonated, refined, addictive, and processed food. So when we consume these foods, they lack the water, they lack the enzymes, they lack the fiber, they they lack the vitality. So nutrition comes into, if I want to feel amazing, and don't get me wrong, I like to eat some bad stuff too. Uh, If 
if I want to feel amazing, then I really have to eat whole live food. So I gravitate towards avocados and salads and fruits and whole grains. I'm not interested in eating a bowl of pasta and I will once in a while, but I want to eat food that's really live and whole. And actually it's simple to prepare and it's feels it's delicious. It's colorful. Uh, So nutrition really does come into confidence because if I nourish my cells with a chocolate bar and a Coca-Cola, I can tell you right now, I'm not going to feel that good. I might be able to get away with it, but continually overeating this type of stuff, it's going to put a strain on your whole system. It's going to put a strain on your hormones. It's going to put a strain on your digestion, you know, and everybody knows if you don't have a good poop every day, you don't feel great, right? You want, you want to have that. So nutrition is hugely vitally important. Um, and I kind of subscribe to the 80, 20 rule, you know, it's what you do 80% of the time that matters the most, because sure. I think all of us want to be able to have a little bit of, you know, have the pizza on Friday night or, sure. or, or indulge in, in certain things. So um, yeah, no, nutrition is a, is a huge thing when it comes to confidence. Yeah. I also feel like it just builds this level of integrity and trust with yourself, like knowing that you can show up for yourself every day and take care of your body and be connected with your food and feel good. Like it builds your trust muscle, knowing that you can do this, you can do something that might seem challenging, might seem a little bit hard, but you can do it and you can show up for yourself and you can really put yourself first. And I think that that like food first is always as, you know, as nutritionists, that's always the place that we start, right? It's with food first, nourish your body first, and then everything else starts to really fall into place. So just going back, because you mentioned you got your nutrition, was it your nutrition certification at 21, but you didn't start practicing until 40? When I was 21, I graduated from university with as a, as a nutritionist, and I ended up having a home catering business. Um, I used to cater for several of the hospitals for some of my friends who were doctors there. Right. Um, and I also worked for, uh, way back then, Dominion stores. They op- we opened up their first health food store. Yep. And then I took about 10 years off and just did some home catering and raised three kids. But when I turned 40, I thought, okay, now that I'm kind of grown up, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. So I really had this overwhelming feeling of what can I do now? And I really struggled with that. So I kind of overturned every rock, looked at everything. I knew I wanted to make a difference in people's lives, but I didn't know what that looked like. Right. Um, and one of my friends was just recovering from breast cancer. And I heard about somebody who was doing something called live blood cell analysis. So I had it done with her. Back then, I was a marathon runner. And when you study nutrition at university, you study the science of nutrition, but you don't study actually how you eat properly. Right. So all of us graduating, we're still drinking Diet Coke and having Oreo cookies and all right. of that. So as a marathon runner, I thought I had a license to just eat all that stuff and bagels and cream cheese and you know get away with it. But the problem is when I had my blood done with my friend, my blood looked worse than hers did. <laughs> right. So I went back, I did some changes. Uh, I really you know, implemented some of the protocols that she suggested. And then I thought, you know what, I'm going to study this. So I jumped on an airplane, went to California, studied live blood cell analysis, came home with a $25,000 microscope. And I, <laughs> Amazing. It, it sat there and I thought, now what? And I, it sat there for several months. And then I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to send 20 letters to 20 people and offer it for 20 bucks. And that was the beginning. And then I thought, well, I'm kind of forgetting some of my nutrition. So I decided to go back to school. Um, and I went to the Institute of Holistic Nutrition, went part-time at nighttime and worked in the daytime. And it was one of the best things I ever did. It was tough, you know, because I wasn't used to studying. Um, but uh, it was great because I would learn something at school. And then I would, you know, tell the client the next day, or I would send a little proposal to breakfast TV, and they accepted it. And I, I managed to get on that show like over 20 times, which was pretty incredible, because it was, you know, just awesome opportunity for advertisement. And by seeing people over and over again, I just got better and better and better at understanding the human, understanding the human nature, understanding, you know, emotions and health and, you know, what's really in the way. And, but I think the biggest thing I've learned over these years is that there really, there's no judgment, you know, we all have our issues in our own tissues. And I am not, you know, as in, and you're the same way, we don't, you know, whatever is presented to us, there's no judgment. There's just an opportunity to help people 
get to that place where they want to be. So this is where that safety is, where they they tell you everything. And and I think it's wonderful because I don't want to be that judgy person. I, you know, I my weight stays the same, but I'm always watching it, you know, and so it's so it's hard for me too. Um, and I'm short, so it's it's even it's even you know the feeling. <laughs> it's even harder, but I think it's really important to to be really careful about you know, uh, you know one thing for sure I've learned is to be very very non judgmental, um, you know. And I have a, a machine in my office that's a um, bioimpedance, and you know some people get on it and want to cry, and you know I really just like hey it's okay you know what tomorrow's a new day we're going to change this yes and and don't. Like it, they want to cry and, but it is what it is. So, you know, you're here, you're taking the steps to, to change it and let's, let's do this together. And, you know, we're in it as a team. So that's where I, I think it's wonderful to be able to be that way. So, and I think coming the non-judgment part, even though I was being judged as a kid all the time, um, when you grow up with eight brothers and sisters, you just had to go with the flow. Like, for sure. and we were a year apart from each other, five boys, four girls. Wow. You know, it was survival. Dinner time was if you didn't get it, you didn't. If you didn't grab it, you didn't get it to eat. So, <laughs> and now we're ninety people, but can't see each other right now. But it's it's been it was have that having that many siblings was actually hugely advantageous. But also, it was problematic in my own self esteem and my own growth back then. But it really propelled me to you know to to make a change to to want to make a difference in my own life and then in other people's lives too. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I just love that. You know, I love for people and I love for our guests to share their stories because it's so empowering to hear them. And it's also, we we tend to see a part of ourselves in those stories, you know, you transforming your life, your health, your business, all of it, like that didn't happen overnight. Like this has been years and years and years and years in the making, years of commitment and dedication and doing the hard things and showing up and spending the money and taking risks. And like, that's, that's it. There's no one magic formula. There's no one way to do it. It's constantly showing up every single day and, and navigating these challenges. Right. And also, you know, I've made lots of mistakes. Don't get me wrong. Yes. But right the way I kind of view it and the way I kind of share with my clients is there are no mistakes. There's just lessons. Yes. So you know what? I screwed up on that. So you know what next? And I, I used to beat myself up if something didn't go right, or I'd ruminate it in my brain for days. I was like, what a waste of time that was. So it's like, yep, you know what? I made a mistake. Just move on and just get on with it. And, and I learned from those mistakes because how are we going to learn? I mean, that's the whole life is a school down here, not a spot. It's like a big, it's a big giant school. And, you know, we can stay in grade one or we can learn and go to grade two. Because <laughs> so, if we don't learn the lesson, it's going to come back around and around and around as we know. Yes, as it does often and often. I know I always say like, I failed my way to success. You know, what you see here has been so many different failures and trial and error over the years. But like you said, like it's all been lessons and I've been able to learn from it and and move forward. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to know a little bit about like your personal routine, your your non-negotiables that you need on an everyday to really feel your absolute best. So I know you start your day with meditation and some journaling, like what else? Well, I get up early. I like to get up around, you know, 6, 6.30 or even... Mm -hmm earlier than that. And I come down, I have to have one coffee a day. That's all I ever have. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like that. And I go into my little office and I do my journaling and I do my meditation. And then if depending on my day, I definitely fit in exercise. This is a huge part of my life. I was able to go to hot yoga for, you know, I've done 2000 2,500 yoga classes. Oh my God. I'm the only person in that studio that's done that many, but I'm unable to do that now. So I, as, as the, as pandemic hit, I bought a Peloton. So I'm on the, either on the Peloton, I live at the beach. I go for these one and a half hour walks. Um, I'll do the yoga online. So the exercise is always a priority and I always know when that's going to happen. So, you know, people say to me, they don't have time for it. Well, you know what? That's, I don't believe that. For me, it's scheduled in every single day, um, if it's in the morning or it's in the evening. Um, I also, after my day is done, I actually, I love to read. 
But I also find that because I'm working with so many different people with so many different situations, the way for me to get grounded again is to watch like The Bachelor. Yeah, just something that takes you like, I'm the same way. And my husband is like, do you want a spoon for that? Or <laughs> what can I bring you? I was like, oh my God, the show is so good. So I, I find joy in the little things yes. and it's just something. But then I also, once I finally watch TV and I relax, I always read before I go to bed. I really, mm-hmm. I read educational stuff or, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Right. But I really, really love to read. But And I really carve out because I have three kids. I have two granddaughters. I really, we carve out the time to spend with our kids. Um, Shopping is a big thing for me too, actually. <laughs> I find uh, very, I'd love to just go in the store, try everything on, walk out and not even, not buy anything. So for me, I need to, I need to move. I need to go out and move. I'm not Be out of your environment. Yeah. I need to, I can't sit in the same place for long periods of time. So in the daytime, uh, if I've got a gap, I'll literally, I used to just walk to Starbucks every day and get a tea, but now I don't do that anymore, but just something to get out to kind of, so tea and, you know, having my water just, it's very, very grounding. And then I've been married for 40 years um, as of this year. So we have dinner with each other every single night. And then on the weekends we do date nights. So, cause you have to build that relationship too. You have to continually work on that. Um, and usually Saturday afternoons, my husband works in construction. So he has a nap and I go shopping. So that makes me happy. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's so awesome. You know, I'm, and I'm the same way. Like I feel when you are outputting so much mental energy every day, you know, working with clients and working with, especially clients that have some challenging health conditions and whatnot, it's, it's a lot. And, you know, both of our plates are really full. And I, and I find like at the end of the day, I'm like, like last night, I'm like, put on the voice. I want to watch the voice, like something that's just so fun. And just, it takes me out of my head. It really is one of those things that can just help me unwind in the evening. Um, so it's, you know, it's a conversation I have a lot with a, a friend of mine who's a naturopath because he's like, well, you should, because I always say you should be watching Netflix before bed or you should be watching TV before bed. And I'm like, well, if I had really terrible sleep, then maybe I would rethink that, but I don't. And it actually helps to unwind me. So I think it, you know, it really, that's just me trying to justify watching Netflix before bed. But hey, you know what? <laughs> I, I'm with you. You know, whatever, whatever it takes, whatever it takes that we need to do. And, you know, for me, TV has always been kind of like numbing my, my day so that I can just kind of bring the, the barometer back to normal again. Yes, and, yes. uh, and the, and if you're not watching the bachelor, it's really good. <laughs> I'm currently not. Okay. But good to know. Awesome. Well, I really love this conversation today. Thank you so much for being with me. And can you share with our audience where they can connect with you and where they can find you? So on Instagram, it's under Jane Durst Pokey. So it's J A N E D U R S T. P-U-L-K-Y-S. And then my website is creativehealth.ca. So they can contact me there. And yeah, I'd love to hear from people. It'd be awesome. Amazing. And then you're in the Toronto area. So if any work with people physically in person, they can come to see you. So if you're looking for somebody one-on-one, you can definitely check out Jane and all of her contact and her info will be in the show notes. So thank you so much, Jane, for being with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Okay. You too. I hope you enjoyed our episode with Jane today. If you are looking to connect with her and follow her on Instagram, you can grab all of her info over on her website, creativehealth.ca. And you can also grab our show notes for today by heading over to the website, holisticwellness.ca forward slash episode 131. Thank you so much for being with us today. I hope you guys have an amazing week and I'll chat with you next week. Take care.